it'll be Herb Score for the Chicago White Sox and Eli Gerber. They'll try to salvage this final game of the four-game series from the White Sox. There have been some changes. Quickly, the lineup picked in center for the White Sox. Fox is second. Minoso in left. Severs at first base. Ginsburg is catching the second game of the doubleheader. Al Smith in right. Dean Freese at third base. Sammy Esposito is playing shortstop. We have not yet found out why Aparicio is not playing. And score is the pitcher. For the Yankees, Lopez has been moved into the leadoff spot. Boyer hitting number two at short. Maris in right. Scala in first base. Mantle in center. Howard will catch the second game of the doubleheader. McDougal at third, Richardson at second base, and pitching Eli Gerba. Gerba defeated the White Sox in relief on June 18th, working six innings and allowing three hits and two runs. This is only Gerba's second 1960 start with the Yankees. Most score pitched his first complete game of 1960 in his last start against Boston on July 18th, winning 9-1. Appeared against the Yankees, relieved against them on June 18th, working just two innings. Joe Hicks steps into the batter's box as we're about set to start the second game of the doubleheader. Tomorrow will be an open date, and then the Indians come in Tuesday night, Wednesday for a doubleheader, and Thursday night. Batter, Gerber's first pitch, in for a call strike. Jim Landis has a sore wrist, and that's the reason Hicks is playing. Although Landis is able to come in for defensive purposes, apparently it's uh, difficult for him to hit, but he can... Uh, make the catches in center field, so he's being used for defensive purposes late in the game. Breaking ball low and inside, the count is one ball and one strike. All right, let's pick up uh, Red Barber now with the rest of the play-by-play. That's the old play, hits the left hand hit of the full, swings it around toward right. He takes the carry in there for strike two. Uh, a very uh, fine job at 
Lopez has been using him to play the um, last couple of innings when he's been ahead at third base. He's got a much better fielder than three. Low inside, ball three. The question may come to your mind, why is a fellow utility infield that he's so good? Well, in Burbank, when you find a, a natural utility infield, you'll find a fellow that doesn't hit much. Pitch, swung on, bounced over the mound, into center field, base hit, that's got the second game. So hits, leads it off with a single through the middle. And we have uh, one man on, the sort of thing. And here is Fox, who had uh, two hits out of five at-bats in the first game. And uh, his first hit was number 2,000. He's hitting 273. Nelly will tell you that he got hit more in the first game and before it than he, that he got hit. In batting practice, he got stalled with a ball that took a bad bounce. Uh, of course, he had uh, uh, protection under his uh, cap. Otherwise, he said he'd have been dehorned. And then um, on a throw-in after a base hit, Fox up there, swings and hits the ball back to Gilbert, who grabs it, throws to the shortstop, has the throw to first base, double play. Six to three. So we've got two outs. Like that. It's hard to say. Later in the game, a throw in from the outfield took a bad bounce and hit Nelson in the stomach. Then when he was at the plate, he hit a vicious foul ball down on his uh, right foot. So he was hit three times in the first game and got two hits. <laughs> Mini Minoso. They haven't been able to handle him in this series. Ah, 
Ball 
is up for the goes to second to Fox, and the relay to first is not in time. Boyer beat it. So it's the fourth play at second. There's the second. Boyer on to the fourth.
Sturgis' big gamble of the year, this left-hander. He uh, started the poem with the idea of trying to bring him back. The pitch Baltimore. He owned himself. 
for a strike. One and one. One ball, one strike. Zerba pitched very effectively down to Rick Turner and brought him up. And he had bad luck. It seems that every time he was going to get a start, it rained. He'd get lost in the uh, rotation.
do more than hit home runs. That was a great catch in right center field. And that really saved trouble. So Freeze is out. Two men are gone. Here's Esposito. If he hadn't caught that ball, would have been, uh, I think Smith would have, uh, he would have been third anyhow, and he might have been in. But you never know how a ball will bounce when it would have gone off the scoreboard. And uh, I think that uh, Freeze, who can run, would have been at least a second. And you'd have only one out. Now you've got uh, Smith at first base. It's still a one-to-nothing ball game. And two are out. And Esposito hits the foul back. One of the great uh, things about coming to see a ball game at the stadium in the big ballpark with the big outfield, you have a chance to see outfielders really do it. Really do it. They can go and get it. They got room. 1-1 pitch is trickled back to the mound. Halfway back. Zervis up. It goes to first base. That's the Vito's up. So, all thanks to Mr. Morris for getting an old race as he comes in. It is just one run. Two hits. Are you really satisfied with the way your car has been acting lately? Maybe it's nothing you can actually put your finger on. More frequent stalling, perhaps, or rough idling, less miles per gallon. Now, your trouble could be a dirty carburetor, something that can happen to any car, even a relatively new one. To see exhaust fumes and other air contaminants, get by your air cleaner and build up deposits on the carburetor wall near the throttle plate. Even a small amount of these deposits can cause the throttle plate to feed an improper mixture of air and gasoline to your engine. And the result is rough performance and actual gasoline waste. But now you can eliminate the problems caused by a dirty carburetor with new Atlantic Imperial gasoline. Atlantic Imperial actually cleans your carburetor as you drive and keeps it clean. So, to end stalling and rough idling gasoline waste due to a dirty carburetor, use Atlantic Imperial. The gasoline that adds pleasure to your driving and keeps your car on the go.
Ryan Hilton hits a high fly ball to right back to second base. Let's see, Fox is going out, and it's a shot shot that's the deal, and he stays with it. And he and Fox uh, almost bang together. What happened was this high pop fly.
Sherman, the pitcher up. He is two for eight this year. It is one nothing in favor of Chicago. And it should be more than that. Except for uh, a catch right out of the scoreboard and right center field by Maris.
Mercy on the dial, WOKO, Albany.
Don puts the pickle back. You've got to be along for the tone. Thank you. 
this uh, a very long backswing move here to hold man on closely. Roger was off, got a good jump. He's taking a dancing long lead at second. Charles brings it to ground ball to Velasquez. Comes up with a short throw to first, but not in time. Charles beats it out. Thank you. 
nothing. They won the first game six to three. And to fill you in, um, uh, statistics and uh, data of the other uh, engagements in the various Appalachians around the nation is Mr. Rizzuto. Thank you, Red. And let's see what's happening around the league. In the American League, Boston defeated Cleveland in the first of two, ten to six. In the second game, it's the Red Sox seven and the Indians four at the end of four innings. Baltimore defeated Detroit two to one in 11 innings. Chuck Estrada all the way to the winner. This was the loser. Kansas City beat Washington in the first of two, six, three. In the second game, it's the Senators 10 and Kansas City nothing playing the top of the ninth inning. In the National League, the Dodgers came up with eight runs in the bottom of the third and they lead the Phillies eight nothing. That's at the end of three. The Giants are leading Pittsburgh six nothing at the end of seven. St. Louis leading Cincinnati. Four, playing the bottom of the ninth inning. Milwaukee defeated the Cubs in the first game seven to five, and in the second game it's Milwaukee nothing, the Cubs nothing at the end of five and a half. See if the Pirates lose and Milwaukee wins the doubleheader. Let's see what Pete Callison has got down there for the National League. In the National League, too. Milwaukee will go into first place. They'll be two percentage points ahead of Pittsburgh. And right now, the Pirates are losing 6 0. Milwaukee's won their first game in the second tie. Nothing, nothing at the end of five and a half. Minnie Minoso takes a curve low outside ball one. Minnie bounces third in the first inning. The White Sox leading this second ball game 1 0 in the top of the fourth. They won the first game 6 3. Pitch to Minoso is a drive to left center field. Lopez moving to his left. Under it, makes the catch of that solidly hit line drive. One away. Here's Roy Stevens, who singled up the middle in the second inning and came around to score the only run of the ball game. Stevens had himself two base hits in the first game, a single and a homer. The official paid attendance. 60,002, the total including servicemen, 61,043, and the total for the three-game series, 137,007. Hey, a real good series, attendance-wise and game-wise, at least for the White Sox, they've taken three out of four and lead the fourth game. Pitch to Steve is curve high inside, ball one. I was giving the attendance here, but not a strike over, so it's one and one. One ball, one strike, wow. Nobody on at the top of the fourth. It's the Stevens is a curve low outside, ball two, two months.
White Sox pitching of Pierce, Clown, and Bauman combined to keep the Yankees from hitting a homer. Two and two on Seavers. Yogi Berra did not make an appearance in the first game, and he has not been in the second game as yet. Elton Howard catching the doubleheader with two left-hand pitches going for the White Sox. Yogi getting a rest. He hasn't been playing against left-hand pitches. Derby takes so much time that Seavers steps out of the box for the second time. All right, here's the two-two delivery. Low ball three, three and two. Ready for the payoff, pitch to Caesar. Wind up. Curve is low ball four. He just missed below the knees, trying to curve him on a three-two count. And that's the first base on balls given up by Gerber. Up Joe Ginsburg, who singled up the middle on a hit and run play, sending Seavis to third from whence he scored on a ground ball by Slip. Joe Ginsburg picked up after the Orioles released him. The pitch to Ginsburg is a strike on the outside corner. Came into this game batting 273 and he singled his first time at bat. Left hand hitting catcher. One out. Darren playing in back of the runner at first base. McDougal is in at third. Boy over close to second. Here's the stretch. It's a pitch out and it's low ball one, one and one. Actually, it wasn't too far away from the plate. If they had the hit and run on, Ginsburg would have been able to. Uh, reached the pitch, whether he hit it or not, I don't know. Howard stepped way out to his left. One ball, one strike, one out. One man on. One nothing, the Sox lead. Steve is leading off first. He's ready to go. And there he goes. The ball is lying in center field. Another base hit. Steve is around second. He's trying to third. Mantle's up with it, and a throw comes in at second base. And Steve and Ginsburg have worked a hit-and-run play twice. Ginsburg singling up the middle both times. And boy, you could tell Stevens was going. He was really leaning. Like the leaning tower of Pisa. If Gerber had have thrown over there, he'd have got Stevens easy. He couldn't get back. Of course, it's easy for us to see up here, but not down there. So Joe Ginsburg comes through with his second run single up the middle and it brings up Al Smith who was up with the same situation in the second inning hit into a fourth play to drive in Seavers the White Sox lead one nothing they're threatening here here's the stretch by Gerber pitch to Smith curve low outside ball one while Joe Ginsburg was with the Orioles earlier in the year he beat the Yankees two games he laid down a perfect squeeze bunt to uh, drive in the winning run, and then he hit a double with the bases loaded to drive in three more. Here's the pitch. It's over. Strike one called. One and one. So no matter what uniform Ginsburg puts on, he hurts the Yankees. 
it should always be a job for a fellow like Joe Ginsburg, hustling type catcher, always eager to play and plays the game to the hilt. And he's not a bad hitter. Not too much power, but gets his base hit. A 1-1 pitch. A foul back on the screen, strike two. One ball, two strikes. Gene Freeze. Allen holding the bag against Ginsburg. Beavers with a short lead off there. Smith decides to call time and get the rosin back from Gene Freeze. Gerber has been taking a lot of time between pitches which is all right, except that it bothers a lot of the hitters. So they'll step out. Here's the stretch. Curve is popped in the end of the infield. Cletus Boyer moving back under it. And he's got it for the second out. That's a big out for Gerber. He fooled Smith on a change-up curveball and had Al way out in front. Here's Gene Freeze, who was robbed of at least a triple and possibly an inside-the-park homer on another sensational catch by Roger Maris in deep right center field. We have seen Maris make that play time and again this year here at the stadium and on the road. Boy, anything that he can get his glove on is gone. Two outs, two on. At first and third here in the top of the fourth, with the White Sox leading one to nothing. Gerber stretches. The pitch to freeze his high ball one freeze was ready to drop a bunt downstairs as Gil McDougal with two outs. Hadn't quite figured on freeze attempting a bunt with two away and a runner at third. Now Gil comes in a little. He was playing deep. on freeze. It's stretched by Gerber. The pitch is outside. Ginsburg gave a good bluff as though he was stealing and then held up. Ball two, two and nothing. On deck is Sammy Esposito. Aparicio is not playing this second ball game. He hurt a palm of his left hand. His last time at bat in the first game. He could not swing and hold on to the bat with his left hand. He struck out, but he swung with just his right hand. So Louie is resting. Go to first base. Ginsburg's back. I love to watch Capriccio play short, Bobby. He can really cover the ground. The 2 nothing pitch. Curve high inside, ball three. Freeze goes down to get out of the way of that high inside curve. 3 nothing. the plate umpire dust off home plate. 
That's a three nothing pitch. Is a strike on the outside corner. Three and one. He curved him on a three nothing pitch, realizing that Freeze was going to get the green light, and Gene was ready to swing, but was guessing for the fastball and was way off balance for the breaking stuff. So now it's three and one with two outs. See how Al Lopez plays this. Whether the gay senor sends Ginsburg on this pitch or waits. Here's the stretch. This is a slow curve line at center field, a base hit. Beaver scores for the second time in the ball game, and the White Sox lead 2-0. Eli Gerber tried to change up curveball on a 3-1 count, and Freeze reached across the plate to line a single over the bag in the center field. And driving in Roy Severs, who has scored both runs for the White Sox here in the second game, and it brings up Sammy Esposito, who hit back to the box in the second inning. Chicago lead. Ginsburg with a big lead off set. Pitch to Sammy is popped in the air to second base. No scouring cuts in front of Richardson and makes the catch. Sammy hit that right off the end of his bat. For the White Sox in the top of the fourth, one run. Two base hits, no Yankee errors. Two men left to score. At the end of three and a half innings, Chicago two and the Yankees nothing. Spend good money for your car, so naturally you want the very best performance from it. A dirty carburetor, however, can rob your car of power, cause stalling, rough idling, and waste gasoline. How can you keep your carburetor clean? That's easy. Just use Atlantic Imperial gasoline. New Atlantic Imperial gasoline cleans your carburetor while you drive and keeps it clean. That's Atlantic Imperial, the gasoline that ends the dirty carburetor problem for good. as we go to the bottom of the fourth inning. The third score over the first three it looks like he's going to be a very rough article to do business with. Here they on that fastball in and then uh, that change curve which he has been getting over. He is uh, looking a bit like the Herb Storer of old and of the lengthening shadows now. He's going to be all the rougher. As we go to the bottom of the fourth, leads off of the Yankees. beat it out easily. 
The second infield single to shortstop. Offered score. if even Louis Abricio would have been able to throw McDougal out on that play. He might have on Scarron's first base hit, but not that one. Here's Bobby Richardson, who popped out to first base in the second inning. Four in the set position. Hits to Richardson, inside ball one. Beaver's not holding McDougal close at first. If you can guess what's four, and this is a big word, jump, you can steal second easily. Scorch takes his big wind-up ball two, two or nothing. Actually, it's not a wind-up with a runner on first, but he kicks that leg way up in the air and brings his arm back slowly. Roger Maris was quick to a first and still managed to get a stolen base before Stevens could throw to second. Hit. High ball three, three or nothing. Yankees nothing here in the bottom of the fourth. Three nothing count on Richardson. McDougal at first. Pitch is over strike one call. Four stretches. Score. The pitch is one of that. Ball is 
with it close down, close to first, in time to get Gerber. A pretty fun by Eli Gerber. How many times have you seen that this year? Where the batter couldn't bunt until he had two strikes on him and then laid it down a perfect punt. Score feel of that ball fell on his knees. The bobble had picked it up and threw from a kneeling position to Nelly Fox. But the sacrifice worked. From the pitcher to the second baseman, McDougal moves to third, Richardson to second. Here's Hector Lopez who walks by the center field. On deck, Peter Spoyer. Infield playing back. White Sox with a two-run lead, willing to give up one rather than pull the infield in. The pitch to Lopez, high ball one. Yankees win this game, they uh, cannot go back in the first place. 
today at least. White Sox two games ahead of New York. The Yankees had defeated the White Sox seven times in a row, both here and at Comiskey Park, before this series started. And then the White Sox came in and won the first three games of this four-game series. This one is tied 2-2 in the bottom of the fourth. One out, Lopez at first. Interesting note, next Saturday will be Casey Stengel's 70th birthday. The old professor. You'd never know it by the way he acts. Listen to him tell stories and the way he moves around explaining plays. Man, I'd like to be in his shed at 70. If I ever reach 70. But we thought you'd like to know because maybe we figured you'd want to be on hand to help salute Casey Stengel and celebrate his 70th birthday. By the way, the Yankees will be playing Kansas City. Here's Cletus Boyer, who bounced the third in the first inning and struck out in the third. Lopez on the pitch. The boyer is swung at and missed strike one. That was Hector's first base hit of the afternoon, by the way. Came at a very opportune uh, moment. Boyer bunts the ball fair down the first baseline. Steve is up with it. Races to the bag for the unassisted putout. But the sacrifice works and Lopez is down to second base. Casey Stengel figures that they're getting nowhere swinging at the ball. They better try a few sacrifices. The last one worked perfectly where Gerber sacrificed McDougal a third, Richardson a second. They scored on Lopez a single. Here's Roger Maris who struck out and walked. Roger was one for four in the first game. Two outs, two, two to score. Pitch is outside, ball one.
Well, Boston defeated Cleveland in the first of two, 10-6. In the second game, it's the Red Sox 7, the Indians 6 at the end of 7. Baltimore defeated Detroit 2-1 in 11 innings. Kansas City split with Washington. The A's won the first game 6-3. The Senators the second 10-2. In the National League, the Dodgers lead the Phillies 8-0 at the end of 4.5. The Giants are leading the Pirates 6-0 going into the ninth. But listen to this. Odell was taken out in the ninth for Antonelli, who in turn was replaced by Billy Lowe's, who in turn was replaced by Mike McCormick. Four pitches in the ninth inning. And we still have no score on that ball game. So Pittsburgh is definitely threatening, but we'll let you know. The Cardinals defeated Cincinnati coming up with two runs in the top of the ninth. And the Cardinals are red hot. They won 6-5. to five. The Milwaukee won the first game of a doubleheader over the Cubs 7-5. And the second game is nothing-nothing at the end of eight innings. We will Rolf Kemmerer leading off. And we'd like to tell you that... Second half of this game is being brought to you by the crisp refresher Valentine beer. You know Valentine's a light beer with two lots of flavor, and that's what makes it the crisp refresher. The first pitch to Kemmerer is a strike on the outside corner. Kemmerer looking for his first hit of the year. He's 0 for 19. Swings and misses a big changeup curve, strike two. Popped out to the shortstop, and his only appearance at the plate. And though score was not hit hard, it was his wildness that helped get him out of there. They walked six men. He gave up only three hits. Two strikes hit, low outside, ball one. One ball, two strikes. Two of the three hits off Herb were infield hits, and the third one just missed the ground ball that Nelly Fox almost got.
on. Yankees three, White Sox two in the top of the fifth. On deck, Minnie Minoso. Howard. 
avoided. Matt will tee off on that one. At one time, that ball was high enough to be out of the stadium, but it came down all about 15 rows back in the upper deck. There's the pitch low ball one. One ball, two strikes. So that's the first home run by any Yankee in today's doubleheader so far. First game broken 11 consecutive game this week in which the Yankees had hit one or more homers. One ball, two strikes, a curve fouled on the third baseline, picked up by Frank Cressetti. That's first chance to close out all day, and he didn't boot it. Pitches hit on the ground is short. Esposito backs up up with it. Throws to Peters for the out. That's one away. Brings up Gil McDougal, who beat out an infield single in the fourth inning. Gil walked in the second inning. Richardson would have beaten it out. 
Milwaukee scored one run in the top of the ninth. The Cubs are batting in the bottom of the ninth. So if Milwaukee sweeps this doubleheader and the Pirates lose, the Braves go in the first place. Yankees had the hit-and-run play on there. And Bobby popped one down the third baseline. Strike one. One away. Steve is now holding first against McDougal. Here's the stretch. Pitch is popped to right field. Al Smith is right there to make the catch. Richardson threw his bat at that ball. And Cassetti is coming in from third to field the bat. Flips it to the Yankee bat boy. That's two away. And here comes Eli Gerber. Gerber has not been up officially. He walked and sacrificed. And his sacrifice was a mighty important one in the fourth inning. He had two strikes on him. When he laid down a perfect spot that advanced McDougal to third. And Richardson to second. And they both scored on a single by Lopez. So that was a very important sacrifice spot. Two outs. Six to Gerber. Low of all one.
Cardinals beat Cincinnati 6-5. The Giant game, as we told you, 6-0 the Giants lead in the ninth. Milwaukee beat Chicago in the first game 7-5 and leading the second 1-0 playing the bottom of the ninth. Here's Minnie Minoso. Bounced to third and lined out to left. Eli Derber out on the mound. Right hand is pitched to Minoso as a curve outside, ball one. Derber trying to give the Yankees a split on this doubleheader, which will keep the Yankees just nine percentage points in back of the White Sox, not quite a full game. One-nothing pitch. Strikes on the outside corner. One-on-one. Minnie is yelling at the Yankee bench. Somebody on the Yankee bench is getting on the Minnesota. So the Giants beat the doubleheader, rather sweep the one game with the Pirates, 6-3. And if Milwaukee holds on to their one nothing lead, they take over the lead in the National League. The 2-1 pitch is lined the base hit to right field. That's Richardson. Maris is up with it. Minoso's on with a single. Hit number six off Gerber. Here's Roy Severs. Seaver singled and walked. He scored twice in this ballgame. Oh, Odell's the winner. Pirates came up with three runs. Darren holding first against Minoso. Here's the stretch by Gerber. Gerber's hit high in the air to right center field. Mantle moving over to his left. He's under it and makes the catch. One away. Joe Ginsburg was two for two, two singles to center field, both on hit and run plays.
pitch and one out. Smith. 
outset. Low curve hit, deep to left foot foul. Boy, that is way back in the upper deck. Woo! He double hits on a change-up curveball on eye high and really creamed it. Out in front on pulled his foul. two shots. He hit one foul in the first game just as far as he hit the home run here in the second game. One ball, two strikes on Smith. Two men out.
strike. Change up it on the ground is short. Backhanded by Esposito to throw to first. Low and can't be held by Stevers. And that could go as a base hit. It was a nice backhand stop by Esposito. The long throw was in the dirt. Stevers tried to backhand it, but it just popped out of his glove. Kansas City for the doubleheader. 
Rays won the first. 6-3, the Senators the second, 10-2. Giants beat Pittsburgh 6-3. Milwaukee took two from the Cubs, one in the first place in the National League. one nothing 7-5. Cardinals beat Cincinnati 6-5. Picking the ball. They change it to a base set. The official score. And that makes Pete Callison and Patsy Durkin and I very happy. They have given Hector Lopez a base set on that tough chance by Sammy Esposito. Sacrifice in their second game, it has paid off. 
stretches. Pitches foul back. Right over our heads and out of play. One ball, two strikes, and one out. Cut it to one. Tony Kubek, who ran for Hector Lopez, 
Remains in the game to play left field. finally broke loose in this second game of the doubleheader against the White Sox. And they're getting a well-pitched game from Eli Gerber. And we're ready to go now here in the top of the seventh inning and ready to bring you the rest of the ball game is Mel Allen.
Gerber ready. And the pitch is low, ball one. Briefly drop second, Georgie off first. The pitch to Suzuki. It's in the dirt. No advance. Ball three, two nothing.
the sixth appearance. With the White Sox, his first is John Waver from the Braves on June the 11th. His first two appearances were against the Yankees. Up to third. Rush into the stretch. 
on the pitch. It's in there, strike two, nothing in two. Field in at the grass with the infield in. 
over toward the hole. He didn't have too far to go, but still within a marvelous play if they had uh, executed it. One ball, one strike. Here's the pitch, and the squeeze is on, and here comes Richardson in to score. Seavers throws to Fox, Boyer's out, Gerber goes to third. Eight to two, New York. Boyer is credited with his third great sacrifice. Seavers to Fox, uh, credited with a run batted in. Eight to two. Warriors 25th run batted in. The Yankees fifth sacrifice in this game. Here's Roger Maris, who's at two for three. Wings and misses, strike one. He was going for the down. Warriors sacrificed three times. For most sacrifices in the game by a team is eight. Cincinnati did it in 1926. The Yankees in 1918. The White Sox in 1927. Here's the pitch inside for a ball. And the Browns in 1928. One ball, one strike on Maris. Round third, two out, one in. Bob Rush to the wind-up and the pitch. Swung on and popped behind the air foul. Coming back and it's going to be out of play. One ball, two strikes. Boyer's just one short of the record for most sacrifices in a game by an individual. He's had three. The record is four. Jake Dalbert with the Dodgers, Wade Killifer with Washington, John Barry with the Red Sox, and Ray Chapman with the Indians. All had four in one game. One ball, two strikes, two out. Gerber on third. Bob Rush to the windup. The pitch to Roger Maris. High ball two, two two. New York, last of the seven. The wind-up and the 2-2 pitch. Maris swings at it, the roller to third, frees up with a flips on the first in time, and the side retires. One run, two hits, no errors, and one left on. The end of seven innings, New York, eight runs, 12 hits, no errors. Ten left on, the White Sox, two runs, eight hits, no errors, and five men left on base. Cleveland will be here Tuesday night, a doubleheader Wednesday afternoon, an extra night game Thursday night to make up for an earlier rained out game. Remember now, that looks on your schedule to be an open date. Been filled in with a night game Thursday night. Kansas City is in Friday night, Saturday afternoon, a doubleheader on Sunday. And the Tigers August 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday with night games. The August 2nd night game is a makeup game. There'll be a day game that day, too. Two separate admissions. Meantime, be sure to uh, fill up with a good supply that is at home. Valentine beer, or when you happen to drop into your favorite tavern. The light beer with a true lager flavor. Valentine beer, the crisp perfection. 
We pause for station identification. WOKO, Albany. In the eighth inning, Nelson Fox leads off, hitting second in the order, Minosa on deck, and Seavers to follow. Tips to the box into a double play, slide to left center, and slide to center. Eli Gerber has the sign. Fox steps out. Guys back in. Gerber to the windup and the pitch. Outside, ball one. The one nothing pitch to Fox. In there, strike one, one and one. This is the most important game, I believe, that Gerber has ever pitched from the standpoint of its significance. team is deep in the throes of a slump. And they're playing a team that just has overtaken them for first place and has swept three. This is indeed a crucial game. Here's the pitch and it's high. Ball two, two and one. It means a difference, for example, of two games in the standings. White Sox will go out of here either three ahead or into account the various psychological factors, team morale factors. Two balls, two strikes. Gerber to the wind-up. Here's the pitch to Fox. Swung on and popped up to short. Boyer is under it. He has it and has one away. Minoso, rounded to third, lined to left, and singled to right. Hitting 324. One out in the eighth, 8-2 New York. White Sox on the opener, 6-3. The pitch is outside, ball one, curveball. Short left, Boyer dances over, under it, and 
and makes the catch, and they're two away. Two out in the eighth. And to the plate comes Sizzling Seavers. Single to center, walked and tied to center. Batting 3-0-2 on the season. safely in 25 of his last 27 games. 21 of them consecutively. The pitch to right in there for strike. Now the pitch. Change up is in there nicely. Strike two. Nothing in two. delivers, fastball hit down the right field line, foul and out of play. Gerber into the stretch, and the pitch 
swung on and hit on a hop to Richardson. He throws over to Scowlin in time, and Ginsburg is retired. Bobby was playing him out on the grass a step, you know, to give him a little more range left to right. No runs, one hit. No errors, one left on. The end of seven and a half innings. New York eight, Chicago two. Chicago won the first game six to three. Mickey, swung on, and missed, strike 
Francona and Geiger homering. Geiger went on. And 7-6. Cornelius in relief of Sullivan, the winner. Harshman, the loser. Malzone homered with one on. Baltimore defeated Detroit in 11 innings. 2-1. Estrada went all the way to win. Cisco relief Bunning in the seventh and lost. Kansas City beat Washington 6-3. Herbert beat Clevenger in the second game. Washington won for an even break. 10-2. Pascal beat Garber. Becker homered with one on. In the National League, Los Angeles shut out Philadelphia 9-0. Williams pitching a 10-hit shutout. Buzzard the loser. Williams homered two with one on. San Francisco knocked off Pittsburgh 6-3. Odell beat Cheney. Mays homered with one on. And Smith with two on. Mays 21st. St. Louis beat Cincinnati 6-5. Gibson, the winner in relief. Polio had started. Hooks the loser. Spencer Cunningham and Musial homering. And for Cincinnati, Coleman and Robinson. Milwaukee beat the Cubs twice. 7-5. Spahn beat Hobby. The 278th Major League win for Spahn. Logan with one on and Adcock homering for the Braves. Santos with one on. Thomas one on for the Cubs. Milwaukee got a run in the ninth inning of the second game to beat the Cubs 1-0 as Buell beat Brewer. The double win for Milwaukee and the Pittsburgh loss sent Milwaukee in the first place in the National League by a half a game. Uh, check that by two percentage points. A virtual tie, but by two percentage points. Now to the ninth inning. Eight to two, New York. Chicago won the first game six to three. Al Smith first up, grounded to short, popped to short, fouled out to the catcher. inside for a ball. One ball, no strike. Eli Gerber to the wind-up, and the pitch is inside. Ball two, two and nothing. Gerber wants a new ball to throw. dead into center field, and Richardson goes out to get it. Two balls, no strikes. Here's the next pitch. Jim there, strike one, Jim one.
down the ninth inning. Billy Goodman coming up to pinch hit for Louis Aparicio. Goodman batting 220. Gerber to the windup. The pitch to Goodman is high. Ball one.